Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Luke. And this is The Parent Diaries. We're an English guy and an Irish girl that fell in love, got married, and now we're ready to start a family. This podcast is our honest account of becoming first-time parents as we navigate the slightly terrifying but equally exciting journey to parenthood. It will cover everything from fertility and trying to conceive right through to the baby arriving. Now, we're not celebrities, we're not doctors, we're not midwives, and so far we've collectively held a baby about three times. But we're going on this journey no matter what, so you may as well come along for the ride. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Parent Diaries. Hi, guys. That was Kate, by the way, just in case. Not some other random you have on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, not a guest. We don't have guests on this no. podcast. It's just us two on our journey to parenthood. So we are on episode 15, hypnobirthing. Hypnobirthing. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. No, I'm just asking you. Oh, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I am... Week 31. Yeah, week 31. This has been probably the most emotionally challenging week. Kate's been very emotional this week. Uh-huh. She was upset. Yeah. By, by everything. By everything, yeah. yeah. Well, it didn't help that I was on a stag do in Snowdon in North Wales, and uh, we basically went up a mountain, and Kate didn't think I was coming back. I genuinely had it in my head when I hadn't heard from you for maybe like 10 hours. I was like... You cash in the insurance policy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but no, on a, on a more serious note, yeah, I think the reality of becoming parents very, very soon has hit me hard. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, I'm in now in like full like preparation mode, like trying to make sure that everything is ready and I'm ready and I don't feel it at the moment. So I think that's where my anxiety is coming from. Well, it's just as well you say that because we are talking about hypnobirthing, which, well, is meant to help you through all this. Yeah, it definitely does. But you need to practice it. You do. Now, when you said you wanted to do an episode on hypnobirthing, because this was Kate pushing this, I was like, hypnobirthing? Is that when they're going to get literally like a little stopwatch out and... Yeah, Yeah, a pocket watch. Pocket watch, sorry, yeah. Yeah. And just dangle it in front of your head. We're going to get some kind of, you know, look into the eyes, look Mm. into the eyes, not around the eyes. But actually, no, this has a lot of science behind it. Mm. You know, I think it gets a bad rap because of the name, to be honest with you. I don't think hypnobirthing is done. We were actually talking about this before the podcast. Mm. We need to rebrand hypnobirthing. It needs a rebrand. The name just doesn't reflect what it's all about at all. No, Um, it's more intuitive birthing. Yeah, I think. Is what I would probably say. It's about like demystifying what's going on in your body, trusting your body more you know, hacking your birth environment to make sure it's the most comfortable and relaxing environment you can be in. There's a whole load of different kind of elements which are so just obvious and logical. Actually, modern births don't actually work out that way because we just go into hospitals. A lot of us trust doctors, know the best for us. And often, you know, they will have our best interests at heart, obviously. But we are the ones giving birth. We know most about our bodies and what's happening in them. Yeah. And that's what hypnobirthing is all about. It's taking back a little bit of control, isn't it? Yeah. And, and just knowing what's going on. And yeah. I think one of the biggest things, because we've just uh, done a hypnobirthing course. Yeah. And you've done a lot more, which mm. you're going to go on to talk about yeah. all the different things that you've done within hypnobirthing. But mm. one of the biggest things that's, that's highlighted is the fact that if you, <laughs> if you Google image, what was it? It was... If you Google image... Births in movies. Births in movies. Mm. And you will just get a hell, a hell of a lot of screaming ladies, basically. Yeah. People who look like they're in a lot of pain. It's out of control. Birth is pain. Birth is torture. Birth is yeah. not great. Yeah. According to Hollywood, at least, anyway. Exactly. This is what they would make you believe. However, hypnobirthing 
is going to change all that. Yeah, that's the idea. Um, and actually talking about, you know, similarities to things, you were you brought up the whole how people get over their fear of flying, which I thought was oh, a really yeah. good comparison. It is good, yeah, because obviously, like, you know, you see a lot of, like, plane crashes in movies and things and it's this horrific fireball mm. or have you mm. ever seen the series Lost where they're all in a plane crash and you know I don't like flying either like I'm not great but what you can do to mm. get over your fear of flying is you can actually go up on a short flight with an actual pilot mm-hmm. who will explain all the sights and sounds and everything that's going on as yeah. you're experiencing the flight and yeah. the takeoff and during the actual flight itself and then the landing and it kind of just demystifies as yeah. we say yeah. what's actually going on and it's the same thing with hypnobirthing exactly it's explaining what's going on it's taking taking back the control it's taking the fear out of birth because i think that yeah. is like the vast majority of people the starting point we all have very negative associations with yeah. birth and negative pain, connotations yeah. negative con- exactly so yeah that's why i think hypnobirthing is so great so let's get into it. Yeah. So we've kind of discussed a little bit about what hypnobirthing mm. actually is, but how do you go about actually doing it, I suppose, is the first question. I, well, there's so much out there. So you can do, you know, like specific courses on it. Well, let's talk about like some of the courses you've done so far, because there's one that we mentioned on our antenatal education, yeah. which you found really, really useful. Oh, so good. So, so, so good. The Positive Birth Company, um, they, I think they actually run possibly some like virtual webinar style courses on this too but if that doesn't suit you and your budget's a bit tighter they do a digital pack which is basically everything you need to know about hypnobirthing all recorded i think there's 48 recorded videos all on specific topics and it go you know it covers a whole range of things be it you know what happens in birth what's happening in your body through to relaxation techniques breathing techniques how to make informed choices during birth because you know we do trust medical professionals but sometimes medical professionals might be looking for always the safest but the quickest and most efficient way of doing things and actually that wouldn't necessarily be the best thing for you as an individual so I, I think that's the key isn't it everyone's yeah. individual NHS is a little cookie cutter to a certain mm-hmm. degree isn't it in well, terms of you know it's option a b and c yeah and this has happened to you a mm-hmm. so we are going to do b yeah. and see is the outcome exactly it's kind of following a bit of a process of course, and yeah. of course that medical professionals will look at and assess you and, and your particular situation but going back to the whole what is best for you trusting in your own body feeling like you can advocate for yourself and ask questions so there's one of the really great tools that we picked up while well, i picked up in um, the positive birth company digital pack but also through our face-to-face um, antenatal class that we did with Happy Parents, Happy Baby is this framework called the Brain Framework. And basically, this is a framework that you use whenever any intervention or suggestion or recommendation has been made to you by a medical professional and you're not certain that that's what you want. So basically, Brain stands for benefits, risks, alternatives, intuition or instinct and saying no. And basically what that means is if you're being offered, say, an induction and you're not sure you want that you go you ask them what are the benefits to me in this moment what are the risks if I don't do it what are there any alternatives I should be considering what does my instinct tell me about this and then if I were to say no right now or do nothing um, do, do nothing basically what would that then mean and basically what it allows you to do is come to an informed decision as to what the best thing for you is especially if you're a first-time mum giving birth you feel out of control because you don't really know what's going on it's all about taking back as much control as possible. And that brain framework helps. 
I really like that. I think uh, it was a great acronym, a great little process to go through. And I also think that, you know, during pregnancy, certain things might happen which don't allow you to go through that. Mm. And that's when the birthing partner comes in and also helps out too. So guys and birthing partners, this is where your job comes in. (laughs) And, you know, so remember the brain acronym and you can go through that basically. But that hypnobirthing also involves a lot from the birthing partner as well. They they can get very actively involved, which I quite like. I like that. Definitely. It's as much about the person giving birth as it is their partner and the role that they play. And one of the things hypnobirthing teaches you is what's going on physiologically in your body, but also how your mind works. Um, And ultimately, we are mammals. Mammals give birth all the time. And actually, you rely on your primal part of your brain to give birth. And what you don't want a birthing person to do is get out of that kind of primal headspace. So you want your partner to be the one as much as possible asking the logical kind of rational type questions and advocating for you. And you stay in the zone. And you stay in the zone. So even down to things like counting surges or contractions because that's something that should we explain this like the, because what a surge is yeah, as opposed ahead. to attraction con- contraction, contraction. Mm. so basically it's all about the wording mm-hmm. and language that you use in hypnobirthing as well so you know you don't want any negative language so you know when you say the word contraction it's you associate that with pain you associate that intensity and lots of effort whereas if you use something a little softer like surge it can get your mindset and thinking into this more positive way. It's because it's more about like energy. If you think about it, like that's surge kind of is associated with, and that's what's happening in your body. Your muscles are surging. Yeah. And it's the same with like, rather than referring to pain, yeah. it's more intensity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, or how powerful something feels. How powerful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which again, I really, really like. You use this a lot in like sports psychology with athletes as well. Mm. You know, at the elite level, it's all about, you know, having this mindset and also reframing. Yeah. And it was really funny because during that happy parent, happy baby course, a lot of the stuff they were coming up with, like when they were saying about affirmations and yeah. visualizations, which yeah. we're going to come on to talk, talk about a little bit. I was just thinking, this just reminds me of coaching athletes. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> you know, principles. It's, that's it's, it. It's literally the same thing. So see your pregnancy as a performance. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. But you won't yeah. get a medal at the end. But. No, but the birth partner's role in the delivery of a baby is really big in hypnobirthing, as you were saying. And being that person who can advocate, do the kind of logical and rational thinking is really important so i think we should probably talk about some of the practices yeah. and then how to actually implement them into like an actual the different stages of labor so some of the practices that you can use in hypnobirthing as we've mentioned already are things like breathing techniques like slowing down what physiologically happens when you use the the up breathing yeah so it's, it's basically having an effect on your autonomic nervous system yeah so you know your fight or flight you are calming down that sympathetic nervous system that you fight or flight and you are more activating the rest and digest and par- parasympathetic system. So hypno- hypnobirthing breathing, there's two different types of breathing techniques. One's called up breathing, the other calls, is called down breathing. You use up breathing in the early stages of labour, your first stage. You use down breathing in the second stage of labour, basically the push stage. But the up breathing technique is something you can use regardless of if you're having a baby or not, and if you're in a stressful or stress-inducing situation. And basically what it, it gets you to do is to breathe in, take a deep breath and breathe in for a count of four and then breathe out slowly um, for a count, to a count of eight and you do that, repeat that five times and the whole idea is if you do it five times that will take you a minute and that's usually the length of a surge and you do it whilst you're having a surge basically. Down breathing, you, as I say, you do it when you're in the second stage of labour and this is basically the push stage and what you do there is you take a deep breath in to no particular count um, and then you 
breathe down into your body and like and it's all it's all quite strong because the whole idea is you're you're doing it in time with you you're pushing basically when, yeah. when you're delivering the baby you're almost pushing the air down in towards the baby exactly yeah you imagine that in your head yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't think you possibly no, do that, no you're definitely yeah, not you imagine you're doing that. yeah so yeah. that that's one technique as we say what about visualizations and um well the relaxation techniques i think that's breathing is a lot of what encompasses that but it's but, also listening to things like guided well guided meditation yeah. also helps as well yeah. being on this journey having like recordings and things or even getting someone to actually read a script for you yeah and i think the idea with this again it's all try and replace the negative kind of associations you have with birth be more positive so that's what a lot of the guided meditations or relaxations are talking about and if you listen to them enough it starts to filter into your subconscious or that's at least the theory yeah it, like we say it was all about changing mindset and then the visualizations are basically visualizing a positive experience visualizing particular things like i think what was the one she used in the course it was like a balloon or something well that it? was for using when, that, you're, when breathing. you're breathing yeah, so like yeah. imagine when you're doing up breathing so first stage of labor you're breathing in for four imagine a balloon inflating and then breathing out for eight, you're imagining that balloon slowly deflating. She also spoke about breathing in, imagining a hot air balloon yeah. inflating and then breathing out, imagining it slowly drifting off into yeah. the sky. So that's a form of visualisation. But yeah. I mean, how I see visualisation, same in a sports setting, mm. you have this positive visualisation where mm. you see yourself, say, if you're running a race, you see yourself winning the yeah. race, you see a positive experience. Yeah. You go through your process of what you do within that race. And it's mm-hmm. the same thing with the birthing experience is mm-hmm. that, and you can do visualisations at any point during the birthing experience. It's just a case of visualising the end goal, having a healthy, happy baby, you being absolutely fine yeah. and having a great experience all around and really, really getting into the, the visualisation itself as if it was real and you were experiencing yeah. it in real time. Yeah. So the sights, sounds, smells, mm-hmm. everything, you know, taking all that in. We'll talk about it, remind me in a second, but we will talk about the birth environment because that's a big part of hypnobirthing too. Back to the techniques. So the other thing you can be doing is positive affirmations. And I'd heard before our course today, when we did the hypnobirthing class, I'd heard about, you know, using positive affirmations, but I hadn't heard about a little tool that they had suggested doing, which is to imagine your fears associated with birth and write down specifically what you think they are. So like, what what's your worry list? It's a worry list, list isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Because that, actually, you can just go, oh, I'm really freaked out by it and not really... It's just the whole thing yeah. encompassing. You've got but to actually, drill down to the reasons. Exactly. And then if you can pull out those key things and then think, right, I'm going to write down the opposite of that happening. So like the yeah. positive version of that thing, then you can use that as a positive affirmation. So it could be something along the lines of you're worried because you're not ready for labour and birth. Mm-hmm. And then what you would do is basically take the opposite statement, which is, I am ready for labour and birth. I am prepared. I am confident. I'm prepared and confident yeah. I can do this. So you yeah. put a positive spin on it. And then that's your affirmation that you would you would repeat and mm-hmm. almost like, like a mantra that you would do whilst doing everything else that encompasses this. So all the breathing, yeah. the relaxation, the visualisation stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And you would be saying these mantras and these... Positive affirmations, basically. Positive affirmations. So you can get like generic positive affirmation kind of card packs and I got one from the positive birth company which is really good but there's tons out there and you can make your own as well I think making your own actually probably even more powerful again thinking about that worry list and then creating the the list of positive affirmations off the back of it the final thing in terms of techniques or kind of tools when it comes to mindset that hypnobirthing talks about is going back to what we were saying about the kind of fear and negative connotations we have about birth 
a lot of that is based in Hollywood movies and whatever else. So actually, if you were to read or watch positive birth experiences of real women, that then is almost replacing some of those previous memories that you have. And that's one of the suggestions they say. They say in the lead up to you giving birth, read as many positive birth stories as you possibly can. And I found that actually amazing. And women are so generous and sharing in a lot of detail the experiences they have. And often you could read it and think, that doesn't sound like a positive birth experience. Like if you were to read it black and white, someone has an episiotomy, they have like forceps delivery or whatever, but they've come away from it feeling really positive because they've done all the preparation to like know that that was the right thing to do in the moment. They had made an informed decision. They were happy with that happening. So I found that to be really, really helpful. I think the other thing as well is that blocking out all the negative chat that people give you as well because there's so many people friends and families that will just want to tell you all the horror stories i've already had a few people telling me all like all these horror stories about birth and different things that happen and and, you know even during pregnancy as well and when you've even had a baby too so it's basically just saying to these people like look completely understand you're just trying to help and just trying to tell me you know whatever experience you're telling me but i don't need to hear that exactly exactly (laughs) only positive vibes and everyone is so different and so unique like the experience you have so actually one person telling you this is what happens actually you know may not actually be that helpful so essentially blocking out negativity yeah trying to be as positive as possible about everything and just surrounding yourself with positive stories yeah and positive thoughts and feelings about what you're going to be going through completely i guess one of the final things to talk about is the birth environment as i was saying a second ago and this is all about making sure the oxytocin levels in your body, which are the the hormones that will allow your body to physiologically do its thing and deliver your baby for you, essentially, are as high as possible. One of the really big factors is your environment itself. So if you are in a really clinical environment with bright lights, with tons of people around you, smells really sterile, you haven't really drank much, you haven't eaten anything, you're going to be not in a great headspace. So the likelihood is your adrenaline levels are going to be high, you're going to have really high levels of cortisol. All those things are going to not help you feel relaxed and calm. You want to do the opposite. You want to create a birth environment that's really relaxing, calming. So you think about your senses, your five senses, and what it is you need to do. Home away from home. Home away from home. So what are some of the things that they were saying you could do? So you can take incense or candles or some kind of sprays just to create a nice scent in Mm -hmm. the room and you should also use these beforehand as well anything you do again going back to the sporting examples you wouldn't just take you know some kind of gel midway for a marathon just for the first time because that's probably going to upset your stomach so you want to be practicing all these things and it's the same with this birthing experience is that you want to be getting into your zone beforehand Mm -hmm. using the the scents and the Mm -hmm. smells that you will be using for birth beforehand and then take them with you. Making sure that your your partner as well, again, this is where we come in to pack all the snacks. Don't worry, I've got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll pack the magnums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like that, exactly, those are the sorts of things you want to do. And then like lighting is such a big one, dim lighting. Because if you think again, going back to the whole example of we are mammals, mammals give birth in the wild. They're not going to go to some really open, bright space in the middle of like, hundreds of like other mammals no, and they like, want to be a birth. safe enclosure like exactly. which is nice and dim and dim. you know and, warm and you know nice. and a lot of animals give birth at night for that reason because it's like in yeah. the cover of darkness they feel safest if they're in their like den or wherever they're giving birth i don't know what animal i'm talking about but yeah um <laughs> should, so we, should we make you a den yeah exactly please that'd be lovely so people talk brain <laughs> Kate, things Kate's den. 
also the music's really important as well, isn't it? You've got to have your pregnant, uh, yeah. your, your labour playlist, basically. Yeah. And like back to what you were saying, listening to that before birth as well, because your mind will have positive associations with it. You're going to have I Will Survive. Probably. probably something <laughs> no, that's, that actually have some really positive music. Yeah. Yeah, nothing no, like that. You, you do need something nice and chilled. Play Rocky, Again, Eye of the Tiger. To, no, because that's not going to help your oxytocin levels, or it might. Anyway, so yeah, th- those are the main things about senses and then i guess as well feeling comfortable in what you're wearing making sure you've like nice comfy loose fitting clothes if you're or if you're in a birth pool just like a bikini top whatever it might be that goes for birthing partners to be comfortable yeah because it could be a long time it could be exactly before you get to go home so th- there are the kind of some of the biggies i guess that we've covered off when it comes to hypnobirthing but just to kind of round it all off and talk through what it is we really like about hypnobirthing which i'm sure has come through anyway For me, it's about really getting to understand the physiology of birth, what's happening in your body. Once you know that, trusting your body that it knows what it's doing, figuring out how to create a positive mindset and frame of mind around birth. Obviously, it's going to help you. And then focusing in on what you can control, knowing what your rights are and how to make the best decisions for you and your birth. They're the things for me. It's all about informed choice. I like the fact that the birthing partner can be really involved, almost like a bit of a coach give you a massage beforehand. Yeah, well, that's something we didn't talk about. Yeah, but like birth partners can do give you massages. Oh yeah, massage is really important yeah. in, in yeah. hypnobirthing as well to get yeah. you in the zone. So, But yeah, you're essentially like uh, a coach and you know, your pregnant wife or partner is basically the athlete. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do feel very lucky that I have you as my birth partner oh, because you are a nice. coach anyway to many people, obviously through the work you do. So I think I'm in a, a pretty good position. That's great, thanks. Now drop and give me 20. <laughs> <laughs> So that's going to wrap up hypnobirthing. Hopefully you guys have got a better idea of what it is. And It's not woo. It's not woo. No, it's really, definitely it's not. Really, it's the best thing I've done in preparation for birth. And I'd agree as well. Mm. And I'm very cynical. Yeah, <laughs> so, you are. so yeah, hypnobirthing gets a big thumbs up from me. Okay, so next week, guys, we're going to be talking about the 32-week scan, finding out whether Kate's low-lying placenta is still down low mm-hmm. or whether it's moved up and that will to a certain extent dictate our birthing choices as yep. well whether we have a c-section or whether it's going to be a natural birth mm-hmm. and we're also going to be talking about the best and worst advice that we've received from friends family and everyone in between there's been a lot of them there's been a lot of advice mm-hmm. some of it very good some of it very interesting yeah so we'll be talking about that as well so join us on that one next week until then have a great one guys bye bye So that's it for another episode of The Parent Diaries. Don't forget to subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it's out. Also, we'd love you to give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, as it helps others to find the show. Five-star reviews, greatly appreciated. If you'd like to get in touch with us or if you've any suggestions for the show, drop us an email at theparentdiariesuk at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram at theparentdiariesuk. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.